to the Simply Be You podcast, where we nourish all things mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Hey guys, welcome back to the Simply Be You podcast. We have a super fun announcement. We're hosting our very first retreat. It will be Saturday, September 2nd of 2023. So just here at the end of this summer. And there's lots of links in our show notes. And we actually just launched a new Instagram page as well. You can find it at Simply Be You Business on Instagram. And there should be a link in our bio as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, there is. Yep, there's a link. And it takes you to a really cool landing page. We're still having the website created, but we've got a landing page. Yeah. And it's got a really cute owl. It's super cute. We're just so excited. So many fun things are happening. Okay, guys, go check it out. Hey, guys, we're back with another episode. Yeah, I'm so excited. This is going to be fun. It's a fun one. Yeah, we're excited. We're talking about walking each other back home. We both love that author, Ram Das, and he talks a lot about, well, there's this one particular quote. It says, we are all born in each moment and we all die in each moment. With each breath in, we take in life. With each breath out, we give it up again. And I really love that. I do too. Because I feel like what if we could learn over the course of our lives to die in little moments to these things that no longer serve us? Yeah, kind of let that crap go, bro. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Like we're done with that. Mm-hmm. Resentment, anger, despair. And I dare say depression because Emily and I both have experienced pretty severe depression, right? Definitely. There's been a place where like I was heavily medicated and I do think that there's a time and a place for medication. Like some people really need it and I think it helps Mm -hmm. a lot of people. But in my circumstances, it just didn't serve me. I felt really null and void of my spirit. My spirit was dead. Right. Kind of felt dead inside right. on top of being numb. Well, and it's interesting because the culture that I grew up in, we grew up in, it was almost like you put yourself down if you said you experienced depression. It was even hard yeah. to admit. I think, and this is so sad, but I think women in general are taught to suppress their emotion. And I think it's actually, in my opinion, it's across all cultures. It's very cultural for women Mm -hmm. to be suppressed and to keep their mouth shut and to be quiet and to not share. And like, if you girls know, you gals and gents that listen to this, we're the exact opposite of that, right? You know, if I'm walking you home, it's not like, okay, guys, we're just going to quietly go now. It's like, let's go. Did you bring your boom box? (laughs) Let's go. I'm ready. And so it's so interesting, right? Like I was thinking a little bit about my old story, right? That depressed story. There were moments I, you know, didn't even want to go on. And like I could only feel those negative emotions. This was before thought work. This was before, you know, finding yoga and meditation for me. And we experienced an actual fire at our house. We won't go into a lot of detail right now about that, maybe on another episode. But I was feeling so sad and so down at that time that that fire 
that near-death experience just woke me up and just made me realize that I wanted to live and I wanted to live well. And what would that begin to look like? What would I dream about? What would I want to do with my life? And here we are. Yeah. How do you want to show up moving forward? And how? The how part is the most difficult part. I think the why part is something that we can fantasize about all the time. And, you know, like think about, well, why do I want something better for myself? Well, I want it for my kids. I want it for my spouse. I want it for my friends or my coworkers. But the how part is really tricky. Yeah. That's the part that we want to teach. And I think it's interesting as I get to know a lot more women, we show up so well as this caretaker for everyone else. But we forget that we have ourselves and we have needs and we have desires and dreams that we want to live too. And so I love this idea of walking each other home and just helping each other learn how to live from this place of love. Yeah. And we really want to create, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard we're having a retreat. And the retreat is basically the beginning steps of walking each other home. We really want to create a collective of individuals who want to feel that peace inside, that want to understand how to show up in a place of love always. And we're human. We can have despair. We can be, you know, upset, angry, and also at the same time, share love and feel love for ourselves and give ourselves love and grace. Yeah. I remember being asked once, well, what do you want? And then, of course, that scripture that always just speaks to me, that Haggai 1 and 6, you know, what is it that you want? You eat but still hunger, you drink but still thirst. And I just wanted to be loved. And so I love what we're creating together to help us learn how to love ourselves, like all the parts. Like what if there's no mistake? What if all the parts are here for a reason. Meant to be. Yes. I remember just a little story. When I was 33, I had, you know, a young infant baby and I suffered with postpartum and I've shared that story before, but I remember learning that I had power and not power in like a greedy way or a, you know, ugly way. You know, I, I don't want power. I wanted to feel like I was empowered. And I learned almost in an instant that I had a soul, that I was two beings. I had a human form and a spiritual form, and that my soul's mission was just all along this time, just trying to wake me up. And I realized like my soul's purpose, and I was able to speak to my own consciousness and my own thoughts and change my thought patterns. And really, I was capable of doing it myself. I didn't need someone else to do it for me. And just like Jasmine said, like, you know, she did all this work on herself to go within herself and find her soul. I did that too. And it was quite lonely at times and really heartbreaking and hard to wake up feeling like you're all alone and like what's happening. And I know I'm not crazy, but like, There's this other part of me that just won't be quiet and I just have to listen. And so I love the idea too that we're creating this circle of support for each other to grow. That's the best part of it all is, you know, Emily and I met 
you know, when our journeys were halfway through, right? We'd been working on ourselves for a really long time, kind of alone. And there were mentors along the way. And definitely course, mentors. Yeah. Definitely. I read books and I listened to podcasts and I did a lot of things that I had a collective of people, but they weren't like tangible to me. They weren't like close. I couldn't go yeah. to their house or anything. They weren't like an actual friend that I knew in real life that I could call and, you know, call and say, I need help with this thing yeah. and I'm struggling. And just break down in front of each other and not exactly. hide anymore. And be vulnerable. Because I, I agree, Jazz. I had lots of mentors, uh-huh. but I didn't know how to reach out and say, I'm struggling mm-hmm. and I need help. Mm-hmm even to those mentors. So I was, you know, struggling in this alone because I didn't know what to ask. I didn't know where to turn. I've just always been really good at doing things by myself. And so my learning in creating this program is like, I need other people. Same. I definitely need them. And I I really need them going through this. Yeah. I think that's why we our hairdressers is because, you know, we stand behind the chair all the time counseling people that we just love and adore about their lives. And, you know, they come to get their hair done and they leave feeling better. Mm-hmm. Like their hair looks great, but it's more of like, wow, you answered some questions and you helped me feel good about myself and you really touched my heart and, you know, lifted my soul. And you were present with me exactly. in the moment. Exactly. Listening. Yeah. Hearing and holding space. Yep. For someone in all their happiness and all their heartache. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I think we've had this really foundational background to begin building this beautiful circle of support and love. So that brings me to a question. Okay. Like, how do we stay in this space called love when life is so chaotic? I think that that is something that I challenge myself to do every day. And a lot of it has to do with the first thought that you have in the morning. You know, I was telling Emily, my dog has an upset stomach and it really frustrated me today. And it was hard to go about the rest of my day without being like, man, that really frustrated me. That really upset me. I had to clean up a big mess. And, you know, it's just a sweet little animal that had no other way of telling me it was sick except showing me I'm sick. But I could have showed up so angry. I could have taken it out on the animal. I could have, like, you know, yelled at the animal or whatever. Instead, you know, I I woke up my teenage son. Hey, babysit this animal outside, please, for a little bit. Clean up the mess. And I showed up in a place of love. And I think that there's so many moments in our day, in our life, in our years where we can choose that. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. It really is. I just make it a choice. And the more I learn how to take care of myself by showing up for myself first, then when these things happen in my day, somehow there's just space inside of me to be able to handle it and to hold it. Yeah. Um, I really have to nurture myself. Yeah. And remind myself, like, give yourself grace. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. pep talks, pep talks to myself. Like, you're pretty great. You're doing awesome. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You're doing fine. Yeah. I have this like <laughs> beautiful vision Yeah, that I challenge myself to just practice, right? Because we're human, but we're learning how to grow into our soul self. 
And so I like the idea of like, what if I could challenge myself to love everyone I came in contact with, including ourselves? Yeah, first and foremost, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of fun to just practice and see if I can stay in love in different moments throughout my day. Yeah. Um, be in the moment, just, just be that tender, kind, generous self. And know that we share this journey with each and every person. Like, what if we began to notice each interaction with a little more generosity, a little more... Intention. Yeah. Yeah. And just like this beautiful, intimate moment with just another living creature, right? We're all one. I definitely feel like, too, like, our energy is definitely contagious. I can see it in my home. I can feel it in my home. I have a really difficult question for you, and this is kind of a spinoff from our notes, but I want to know when there are moments in your life when you want to feel resentment or jealousy or anger, how do you still show up in love? I mean, that's a hard place to be. Yeah. That's a really difficult place to be when you're really angry or really mad. I think for me, practicing not going to that place of guilt that I shouldn't be angry or I shouldn't be resentful or I shouldn't be whatever word we're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. like just allowing it to be there and knowing that it's part of the human experience, that I'm a human. Yeah. It just allowing it to be there without having to change it helps me to stay. That's the hardest part. I think sometimes when you really get love for myself. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you really get an angry thought or an angry feeling. And sometimes, in fact, I had a friend recently tell me like when something really upsetting happens, it just feels like you just got splashed with boiling water and your whole body, you know, we had a really fun episode, a couple episodes back about emotion and what it does to your body and how debilitating it can be and how sick it can make you almost. Like sometimes you get a pit in your stomach or you feel nauseous or or whatever. And, and anger for me does kind of feel like I just got poured boiling water. My skin just feels so hot. And for me, I have to practice the breath. It comes back to mm-hmm. breathe, mm-hmm. breathe through it. And mm-hmm. those who have had babies, like you got to breathe. You can't stop breathing through that contraction. <laughs> you well, can't hold your breath. And then, of course, I'm going to tie this in because I just love Christ so much. But think about it. He's the breath of life. He is the breath of life. So if you also bring that intention in with the breath, breath. letting him change you from the inside out, inviting this Christ consciousness into your body through the breath, I mean, that's powerful. Yeah. I have to think of of you know one of my most spiritual moments. I have to think of those moments in my darkest times just to really reel me back into reality so that I don't let that feeling linger. I allow it, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't ruin my day. Well, and I I think it's important to allow it because if you just ignore those parts of yourself, you're forgetting a very important aspect where the light and the dark. Can both live. Yes. Yes. And both can live and be without pushing it away, but then we can choose from a mindful place that we want to choose to live from Christ consciousness with love and forgiveness and a kind heart because you're the one that feels it. 
yeah, you're the one that suffers. Yeah. And that's what I've learned over and over and over mm-hmm. again. It's kind of like this story that Oprah told once where they had like some millworms in a tank and they were teaching these millworms a life lesson, basically. They had some sugar on one side and they had like a little electrical current on the other. And it only took a couple millworms, like two or three times of touching the electrical current. And then all of the millworms for months and months and months never went to the left. They only went to the right right? They trained their brains. And that's basically what this is. Life lessons of training your brain and rewiring your brain and reteaching yourself life skills so that we don't go back into that old thought patterns of, you know, trained thinking. Yeah. We've been thinking this way for a very long time. So those ruts and grooves are really deep. Yeah. And rerouting and rewiring our brain just takes time and patience. Yep. And a circle of support. A circle of support <laughs> that you can call on and say, just, okay, yes. this is, I'm struggling. Help. Help me. So I like this idea, Jazz, of letting go of who we think we are and to what we think we ought to be. Because then we could let go into just living. Allowing ourselves to just simply be. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. That sounds beautiful. And for me, certain parts had to die to be let go of so that I could begin living from this Christ-like perspective for myself. And didn't you feel like your human form, or I like to call it your ego, right? Our egos are so in tune and inept to want to be idealistic. We want something that a certain way. A certain way. Right. Mm -hmm. And instead, why can't we just allow the things that are happening to happen and live through them, breathe through them? And, you know, life's challenges are so hard and so difficult. And none of us are void of that. We all have trauma. We all have difficulty, sadness and hardship. And that's true. And then there's that scripture that I love to come back to creating the kingdom of heaven within you. And I don't have the exact reference. I'm just, you know, remembering it here in this moment. But I've always been really fascinated by that idea that maybe heaven is a time and far off space in the future after we've suffered through our life. But also maybe we can create the kingdom of heaven within ourselves right now in this time and space on this earth, opening up to the soul. And creating that now. Can I say amen? <laughs> amen. Right? Isn't it a beautiful thought? And both can be true. Both can be true. But we I don't want to wait till then. I want to create it live now. Live it now. Live and it that's okay right if now. other people don't too. Yeah, that's fine. Right? Yeah, that's okay. But like a lot of people I think are beginning to open up to their soul self. And not to limit their belief in what they can create within themselves. That's the idea. We've said it so many times, but I feel like when you're building a home to come home to, isn't it beautiful? When I have dinner at my house, right? I have a table and I have food and I have treats and I have this and I have that. I have all these things. And then when dinner's over, sometimes there's this lingering sense of like, I still kind of want to hang out with that person. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll just walk them home. That's okay. I'll just walk them home. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like my walking home isn't a quiet little thing, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's a fun party. It's like women with our drums and our dancing. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> Showing a magical up place. All of ourselves. Even if the dancing is bad, it doesn't matter. We don't care. Who cares? And the neighbors are gawking. And you even can if stare. you're you you think your voice is bad, who cares? It feels so good to it sing. Feels so good. <laughs> yeah. So what if we're all just here pointing ourselves back to being our soul self, remembering who we actually are, and that it's all inside of you. It's already there. Yeah. We're just remembering. We're just remembering. And our consciousness, you know, your consciousness is very aware, and you probably feel it all of the time, and you kind of ignore it, just like you might, you know, try to dampen your sadness or hurt or pain or tuck it away in a little closet somewhere back in the back of your heart. But we have consciousness. It's around us all of the time. And energy is tangible. You can feel it. It's real, right? Someone shows up and smiles at you. What do you do back? You smile back. Mm -hmm. You're not going to frown at them. There's a practice in yoga called sadhana practice. And I love this. Um, It's a Sanskrit word and it refers to how you live your life as a whole. For example, if you were dying, how would it change how you live the rest of your life? And so we have this choice, like how we want to live our life. And I'm ready to live from this energy of feeling alive and awake and happy, connected to all the parts of me, allowing the hard things, but then inviting intentionally the amazing things. Absolutely. And like I said, energy is definitely magnetic. It's kinetic. It's tangible. So if we're manifesting love, bliss, happiness, joy, goodness, those are the things that boomerang back. Those are the things that create bigger snowballs of effect, right? They make it past our generations of kids, past our generations of friendships, past our generations of, you know, like people you might work with or people you might see on the street. And then you show up in that space of love all of the time, even in the most difficult times. Yeah. So just this empowerment, this sovereignty to be able to choose how to live your life each day, what energy to bring to each and every day just sounds like an amazing I know. It's magical. It is. It's magical. And so we just want to share this with you and, you know, give you things to try on. Yeah. See if it works, if it fits, and just be able to cheer each other on, cry, sing, laugh, dance, burn away the old, create the new. Yeah. Have a fire dance. And just live this really cool life. Right here, right now. Yeah. Heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Amen. (laughs) I feel like I prayed the whole time. Yeah. It was just a big prayer. Amen. This is our hearts, guys. Yeah. We want to share them with you. We've also decided that we came up with this really cute acronym for our names. And my name's Jasmine and her name's Emily. And we like the idea of the word gem, J-E-M. It's our names together. And of course, we believe in the metaphysical and that crystals and rocks and sand and dirt and sunshine and leaves and birds and all of the things have energy. And we would like to invite you to 
be our gems. And be your shiniest, sparkliest self. And if you're not shiny and sparkly yet, just having a quarter of an inch in your heart to open up to that idea. What could help you shine and sparkle and be more of you? Absolutely. Right. And like I said, I'm the life of the party, so we invite you to gem out. Yeah, we're just going to gem out, and we want you to come gem out with us. Heck yeah. It'll be fun. So thanks so much for tuning in. Till next time. Bye, guys. Gem out. We appreciate you being part of the Simply Be You podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and find value, please leave us a rating. Thank you for sharing our hearts with the people you love. Beyond the chair.